What's up, true believers, and welcome to episode 16 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative here at the Penultimate Conquest. Today's topic is our discussion of Loki, specifically the most recent episode, episode 4, entitled The Nexus Event. Before we get into our discussion, a little housekeeping, if you're watching this on YouTube, please consider dropping us a sub, and don't forget to hit that bell for updates on our latest video streams and whatever. And remember, we have other shows here. Our video game show, The Penultimate Conquest. Our anime show, Anime Nation. And our TV slash movie show, Cross Media Show. Those of you who do not know me, my name is Eric Ginn, your friendly neighborhood host for the evening. And alongside me is the director of operations, Mr. Ruben Guerrero. Ruben, how are you doing? I'm doing really, really great, Eric. How are you doing today? Good. Fantastic. Good. Uh, those don't know finally got my ps5 in finally i'm here in next generation it feels good very ready to place a 2018 spider-man again yeah all the new games i'm gonna play spider-man again um so but hot one isn't it ruben oh yeah like up in new york what, what's it up in new york right now it's like ninety thousand degrees up here so when it's hot in New York, what do you like? What's the best street food when it's street super hot? Food? You think I'm going out in the street for food? No, no, no. Like what? 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 What do you think? Because like I know that like you know when it's cold up there, you want to get some hot chocolate, maybe a very fresh hot dog, yeah, or something like that. But like when it's summertime, what's the best food to get? Uh, really, it's kind of like it doesn't really matter for me. I usually get the normal stuff i get a slice of pizza i'll grab some spanish food some rice beans some chicken i'll grab some uh i had on saturday i had some vietnamese food and oh my god i was it was perfect perfect what'd you get uh it was a soup i don't know i'm not gonna was it pho yeah did you get some pho yes okay with some um beef and like a whole bunch of vegetables oh my god it was so yeah uh, fuzz delicious. It's fuzz and staple here in the Gin household. And rounding out our trio of hosts slash guests, whatever you want to call us this evening, is the Queen of Support, the Duchess of the Payload, and my lovely wife, Tessa. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm doing good. You know, just growing a human. No big deal. Yeah, growing a human. No big deal. <laughs> Hardest job of all motherhood <laughs> or fatherhood single fathers out there too that way they exist so <laughs> so anyway how how again it's just you're growing a human deer that's all nothing else interest <laughs> i'm a little sad i played my overwatch matches last night and dps sucked so i placed it 2901 for heels which makes me sad because i finished it like Thirty-one twenty-eight. That's a little on the low end for you. Yeah, people can't kill Bastion sometimes, and I'm like, guys. Well, we'll know that she's going to attack it again this evening. Um, after we go see F nine tonight, Ruben, we're very excited <laughs> to go see about family. Listen, I just uh, blacked out there for like a good two minutes when you guys were okay. talking about Overwatch. It's okay. It's so forward. Uh That's why we brought you, you back with F nine. Yeah, oh, that's even worse. You lost me. <laughs> So, uh, before we get into Loki, a little uh, few notes and stuff we have for the channel. Uh, tomorrow, Tessa's going to continue her Resident Evil 8 stream. We got a little derailed. 
because of, you know, baby stuff, school, and a lot of things. So she's hopping back on that tomorrow evening. Will the vampire women get Ethan? I'm sure a lot of you people know because the game's been out for almost two months now. But for Testa, will it happen? We'll see. Check in tomorrow. Uh, this week on Penultimate Conquest, we will be discussing video game news. Uh, there's been a little bit um, recently. And since it's been, the year is halfway over, our game of the year so far. And joining us is the lovely Emmett Watkins Jr. Should be a fun show. Um, speaking of the games, you got rained out last week for the Penultimate Conquest Mario Pro Golf Summer 2021 Tourney Cup Extravaganza. I know it's a mouthful. Oh, I didn't come up with it. I, I just read what's on the paper. It's a great title, and quite honestly, so, it's perfect. Hopefully this Thursday we can continue. Uh, I can't be in it because I work, but I, I will gladly take on anyone, the champion. Who's, who, in a, who are you putting your bets day. on? Who am I putting my bets on? Who's in it? Listen, that's... It's you? Know. The roster is up in okay. the air right now. But I got bets. my money. You know what, Ruben? I'm going to be nice. I'm going to go with you, my friend. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with you. I think you're going to take it. Right. Um, I got the trophy right here. So, right, uh, a Coca-Cola glass cup. Yeah. Uh, also, Tessa last week streamed Toem, a photo adventure demo. Uh, check it out on our YouTube. We got the play there. Um, so, hopefully that means, you know, here on Penultimate Conquest. I know this is Marvel, but we got to get, you know, channel stuff out of the way. Uh, we can do some more stuff. Get some more indie stuff going on here. Maybe further down the line. You know, Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, you'll be like, hey, guys, we want you to come up here, all expense paid trip, cover the game. Whoa. So Probably not since I, you know, cut off the first, like, 10 minutes of footage. But, you know, that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All um, expenses I'm, paid? Whoa. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, um, check that out if you want to see a fun, cute little game. So, that's enough of housekeeping. Let's get into Marvel. A um, couple of few things. Ruben, did you see the new suits uh, for Spider-Man No Way Home? I have. The Lego? Not Lego, the yes. toys? Yeah, I, uh, I saw two. A few, a few Lego sets and uh, Hasbro Legends action figures. Now, this is all put out by Marvel, so it wasn't leaked or anything. They had a tweet saying, here's new Spider-Man No Way Home. Year. So we have two new suits to see. Uh, one is called the Integrated Suit, and it appears to be very Doctor Strange inspired. Like Spidey's got like a rune on the chest, and his web shooters have a rune that come out. A lot of people have been seeing, thinking when Spidey goes into multiverse stuff, that may anchor him. Um, but we'll see. Um, looks cool. Just looks like the Iron Spider suit, just tweaked a little bit. I think it is. Just going to be the Iron Spider suit, which is a little little tinkering. Yeah. Um, and we have the New Orleans Saints skin, a.k.a. the black and gold Spider-Man suit. I think it looks cool. This is the one uh, I didn't see. Um, yeah, if you look it up, it's just black and gold Spider-Man suit. Um, I'm surprised you didn't show me this, Eric. I know I did. No, you didn't. Is this marriage a joke? Wow. Huh. 
I'm kidding. Didn't expect to have this conversation on a Marvel show, <laughs> please, uh, everyone. Um, so I'll be right back. Um, but no, uh, we got some new Spidey suits. Uh, we have JJ is coming back in this because we have an official J. Jones Jameson toy license from No Way Home. And in the No Way Home Lego sets, there appeared to be Scorpion or a Scorpion-like device mm-hmm. and the Vulture. Now, my, so my question to you is: the Lego set for J. Jonah Jameson is it just his? Studio? It was not. It was not Lego. Set, it was an action figure for sorry, JJ. Sorry, the the action figure is it like set up in his studio? Is it? I, no, it was it was just him. That's unfortunate. So um, uh, we got that. So Lego sets. We'll see what's going on here. And there was a Spidey cycle, which was interesting. I haven't seen Spider Man cycle in quite some time. Right. So if we're well, bringing if we're bringing the Spidey cycle to MCU, that's some big stuff right there. He is, uh, if I remember correctly, he is in his junior year of high school. He's getting it. He, uh, he, he can definitely... Oh, I think I think he'll be senior this year. Oh yeah, because right, I think he right. was a, he was a sophomore in yes, homecoming. That's right. Um, yeah, he, he he can get his license senior. Now. He can he drive can, now. He, he drive. gets a spot. It's like this is like when you give the Flash a car. I know they have made toys. And there was a cartoon where the no. Flash had a motorbike. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you give Spider-Man a motorbike? Because, as we saw in uh, Homecoming, there's no fucking... Th- he can't swing in Queens. He needs to get around. You could totally swing it. I swung no, in Queens. No, he could swing in a park. There was... Yeah, but like, listen, listen. There was the, the homecoming scene. I know what you're talking about, Ruben. I'm going to give you... Where he has you... to drive the car. Right, right. Listen, Eric, it's okay. You, this is New York 101. You, it's okay. You won't understand this. But there's no high-rise buildings in Queens. The highest you can go is probably like a, six floors. That's about it. You can now, swing off six floors, Ruben. It's too... It's too the 2005 too hit game you can Ultimate do that Spider-Man... Web let me swing through Queens. Yeah, but that also wasn't realistic. Are you sure? We'll agree to disagree. Okay. Ruben, you know what else is not realistic? What? A grown man being able to swing from a spider web and a spider all, suit and stick all, to the walls. So this, this is a Marvel show. Stop trying to ruin our fun. I'm not. You're trying to ruin my fun. Gosh. <laughs> I'm, all right. I'm just saying he could use the bike. Okay? He could use the spider. Um couple of oh, I'm things. I'm for the bike. I just wanted to mess with you. I'm sorry. Okay. Gotcha. Um, let's get back with here. Uh, also, a funny, interesting thing I saw. Actor Stephen Dorff, I don't know if you know this, Deacon Frost in the Blade movies, came out and said that he does not like the Marvel movies and he feels so bad for Scarlett Johansson with Black Widow. And I'm just like, okay. Stephen Dorff, the only reason why you say this is because you're not a part of the Marvel Universe, all right? Yeah, go dwarf something. Like, right. Natalie Portman didn't really like MCU that much. She came back, but now she's coming back. Now yeah. she's coming back. So, um, so anyway, uh, I think that's uh, everything. We got Black Widow this week. Finally, everyone, we have an MCU movie back in theaters on Friday Ooh. for the first time in two years. Four days. The first time in two years, we will have a new movie to go see in theaters. I feel bad. I think I'm the only one not, like, super excited for that. You should be. You want to know why? Because she dies? No. What? Yeah, <laughs> you should be excited. You want to know why? Sure. It's Moraine. 
You know, let's hope we see her do some do some dancing in this movie. We didn't see her do dancing in Captain. Uh, oh Falcon yes, Falcon and uh, Soldier. Uh, Count the Countess should yeah. be. She says she's going to be in this movie. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, which is interesting because this is going to take place before. Either way, we'll see. I'm sure we'll yeah. see. Um, also, Kevin Feige came out and said that he would love to continue working with Scarlett Johansson, even though her fate is sealed. I'm like, huh? What can we do there? So, anyway, that's enough of the Marvel news. If I'm forgetting anything, please let me know. Let's get on with episode four discussion, the Nexus event. Um, so, I'm going to go around between uh, both of you real quick and ask your initial thoughts on the episode. So, Ruben, what did you think? Just what did you think of the episode? How could they do this to my boy? <laughs> How could they do this to my poor boy? Mobius, you know, mm-hmm. just show him on a goddamn jet ski. All right. Do I have to make a shirt? Because I will make a shirt. Just a Mobius mm-hmm. strip plus jet ski equals Owen Wilson's Happiness. Place. Yeah. Oh, no. It's Owen Wilson's Wow. That's what it was. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That, that it was it was troubling. I will say it was very troubling to see that. I think Tess and I, when we watched it, was like, oh no. Well, it was really tragic because right before it happened, you were like, man, Owen Wilson needs to stay in NCU forever. And then they touched him with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've been explaining. It's weird how, you know, we, we find out more about later how the TVA just happened to have, you know, uh, existence erasing weapons as their standard issue. I was like, whoa. A little powerful, but as we find out towards the end of the episode, that may not be the case. No. So, uh, Tessa, what did you initially think of the episode? Um, this is probably my favorite episode so far. Not gonna lie. Um, down to the uh, repeated loop of, you know, you! <laughs> and Loki's just like, yes, yes, I know, <laughs> please stop. Um, down to the gut punch at the end, right before the end credit scene. I was like, what? Um, I'm pretty sure my jaw was like on the ground. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, not yet. <laughs> not ready for this. But um, yeah, I just, I really enjoyed it. And there was a lot of emotional growth for characters, <clears throat> especially Loki. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so... Yeah, uh, my initial thoughts, I thought this was way better than last week's. Cause like, even though like last week's episode was still good, uh, no, I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, this was a step up. Like, this got back to what the show was kind of about, like the weird crime mystery stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I still think episode one is still my favorite of this show so far. Um, even after this yeah. one? Yeah, because I'm like I said, like a top five MCU moment for me was the initial Mobius Loki conversation where he talked about what does make Loki, what makes Loki tick, like that whole conversation where it's like you just exist to make other people the better versions of themselves. Yeah, okay, yeah, like that that whole conversation is it was oh wonderful. Um, so uh let me just go through here, uh, get through some of the points here. So we started the episode like. Huge bang. World's about to end. You know, um, Loki and Sylvie 
kind of accepting of one another. It's like, all right, I'm going to die here. And she has that whole thing. Like, what are Loki's just destined to lose? And it's like, holy shit. Um, it's like, no, we, we, we won't. We, we, we're survivors. We'll get through this. And they're about to embrace one another. But at the TVA, they notice, whoa, we can't find these two. Wait a minute, what's that? And we see on the timeline of the sacred timeline, probably the biggest jump. Usually, like, with most of the TVA stuff that we've seen, like, the, um, the, uh, variants, the variants, the variant, um, activity makes the timeline spark off just a little bit, right? This one just went, like, going straight up. Like, all right, we're jumping to a new one right now. Yeah. Um, and they found them. And so, get them back. I, I thought that was really cool, especially with, like, this whole planet about to destroy them. Just the imagery of that, even though I know it's all green screen, but it still looked really cool. People made that. Um, so uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, and then we're getting back to, you know, Mobius and Loki at each other. It's been about two weeks. Oh, Wilson wasn't really in last week's episode. Um, actually, I don't think he was in it at all. Um, so it was good to have Owen Wilson back, you know. And then we're starting to get, you know, the the little um seeds of doubt start to go through and you know loki is saying hey tva's lying to you man i just heard about it five minutes ago so you have to believe me and so like tessa mentioned earlier we get lady sif is back lady sif back in the mcu albeit half-haired since her hair was cut off but i know she's supposed to be in thor love and thunder so i'm glad she's back uh, I kind of missed her. She was the most. She was the one I tolerated the most of Lady Sif and the Warriors Three. So um, I think uh, I think that was good. And then I'm not going to stray on the plot too much, just to, for us to get some um, um, talking points. You know, Sylvie shows uh, B. I was about to say B fifty two. B fifteen. Memories. Uh, she's like, oh my god, I was happy. What did they do to me? And then the more and more Mobius starts pulling at the strings. He's like, oh, the TVA is lying to me. And then we have a nice discussion between Loki and Mobius where it's like, you know what? You could you could be good if you want to. You wow. do whatever you want. So good. And then, you know, Owen Wilson then gets pruned. And really sad. And then we get to the Timekeepers. Turns out the Timekeepers... Are robots, androids, wild, you know, because we start the episode with that ominous her going up to talk to the timekeepers, and you just see like the red eyes, and it's like, ooh, timekeepers were here, and then like, nope, they're just a red herring, or probably something bigger down the line. Um, Loki and Sylvie fight the TBA. Loki gets pruned, but. Loki then wakes up on what appears to be a desolate New York. And there are more Lokis here, to like a council of Lokis. And we finally get Richard E. Grant into the show as classic Loki. Very excited about that. But there was a lot that went on in this episode. I thought it was... Um, oh, yeah. I thought it was good. I, and I think this episode really showed more what the show is really about, which is both figuratively and literally, I guess, in this scenario... How important self-love and acceptance is. So, my question for you is, is it wrong that Loki's in love with himself? 
Like, I mean, I, that's the way I thought he was going with. He, I thought he was going to profess his feelings to her, romantic feelings. Oh, he absolutely was. Okay, that's kind of. It's weird. not wrong though. I mean. They're not identical. They're not two sides of the same coin. We don't know for sure who her parents technically were. She might be that timeline's version of a Loki without being Loki. Yeah. Um, I mean, you never know. <laughs> okay. But, um, I mean, look at all the other variant Lokis. Like, they're very, very different, including the... Um, crocodile or alligator Loki that you see yeah, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, really, is, is it loving yourself if it's someone that's technically completely different? Okay. I get it. Because she is very different. Yeah. Like, where he's all cunning and sneaky, she's just, like, in your face and brash, and I'm just gonna beat you up right here, right now. Oh, <laughs> None of this underhanded bullshit, no. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I I think, though, even though, like I said, both figurative, I do think, like, it was, you know, of themes of self-love because he got to the point where he didn't know where he fit in or anything, and he's starting to slowly accept himself just a little bit more, a little bit more each time. And for me, um, I guess that's what it really was. I, I, I know people, like, wanted them to be together. You know, the Internet just wants everything. Um, but and your I, wife. I, yeah, but I just, I just, I viewed it more as a vehicle for self-love and acceptance. Uh, I, I think it's still kind of weird. I, I even like how Mobius said, "How self-obsessed yeah. and narcissistic does one have to be to fall in love with oneself?" Um, so, I, uh, I thought that was really, really cool. Um, we get some inklings that. Uh, Ravina, I believe that's her name. Yeah, Ravona. Ravona. She may be the mastermind behind the whole thing, possibly. Um, I didn't. Sh- sorry, continue. Oh no! Please, please go ahead. Uh, I didn't see that as her being the mastermind because if you think about it, like she had a boss or somebody, a judge, before when she uh, first captured Sylvie. So I, I think what it is is that she's in on it. She's working with whoever's behind the quote-unquote TVA. I don't see it as the timekeepers. I probably Kang the Conqueror. That would be in, that, that would be interesting because um, I didn't know about this. I was told about it at work. Um, she actually was romantically. This character was actually romantically linked with Kang the Conqueror. Oh, really? Ruben? Which I thought that, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was. I thought that was interesting. Um, um, I was just gonna say. I feel like. I think it was this episode. I might be mixing things up. Was it this episode where? Yeah, where he said something about uh, the two Lokis, and then she's like, "Well, you brought in another one." So. Yep. I really want to know who the third one is. Yep, that, that's true. I, I totally forget about that. Uh, B fifteen says, and now we brought in a pair of um, demigods. No, yeah, how many? Or who knew two spoiled demigods could cause so much trouble? And then she's like, "Well, you brought in the third one, or you brought in the other one." Uh, yeah, that's really interesting. Three. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. I de- definitely will see about that. Uh, and then he mentions, you know, we, we deal with vampires, titans. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah. So um, a lot of people are saying maybe they have a version of Thanos. I saw um, people say that about the internet. Maybe this is how we get Mobius. Not uh, Morbius, excuse me. With the vampires, Ruben. This is how it fits. Um, this is how it all connects. I didn't think of that. I thought of Blade. I'm joking. I'm joking here because I know you. I know you're really obsessed with Morbius. I'm not obsessed. I just need to know how it connects, Eric. Okay. It, it's, not, it's not going to. It has to because we see Vulture at the end of the trailer. So. And anywho, we're get we're getting off topic here. Not there about Morbius, um, but um, yeah, but it, it adds more mystery to it because I mean, we we have this thing where we think the timekeepers are everything here; they create everything, and they're like, nope, they're just plucking people off the timeline and stuff and making them work for them. And now we find out timekeepers are about ruse. Yep, who really is behind the whole thing. Um, I want to know how they pick who they take mm-hmm. because I don't think it's random. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So, I don't think so. Well, I don't. I don't think it's random because, I mean, I feel like maybe there's certain interactions or certain, you know, um, like what what caused, what if it be 15? Yeah. yeah. Like what caused her to be, quote unquote, a variant? What did she actually do versus why they might be interested in her? Or in removing her because they could just be manipulating the timeline instead by taking these people out, if that makes sense. Okay. Like they might be trying to manipulate things a certain way or create certain outcomes by taking specific people rather than preventing timeline variations. Okay. Um, before I get into that, Eric, I just <laughs> want to say, like, Oh, God damn it. I forgot what I was going to say. It was about Morbius and how uh, something. God damn it. I, Either way. I had it um, on the tip of my tongue. Wait, before that... I do want to touch what um, Tessa did say. Um, mm-hmm. I think the variants are like actual variants. I think they're, they're are random. Like just what we saw from Loki, how he grabbed the, the, um, Fuck, what's it called? Oh, no, I'm not arguing that the people who actually are the variants that get brought in. Oh, you're arguing the, the people that who the work people there. that they selected to work there. Gotcha. Oh, I think I, it's all of them. I, I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling it's just all the variants of all time. That they just wipe their memories and just plug them wherever. We shall see. We shall um, see. So. Uh, yeah, I think that's really interesting. I think it adds more back to the mystery thing of who is behind all of this. Oh, so I also remember what I was going to say. So help me God, if I see Dominic Toretto in Morbius saying it's all about family, because Tyrese is in this movie. Okay. I, I highly, I highly doubt that that's going to happen. I, I know. But I know. I, have, I know the internet has been flooded with memes of the last week about that, saying, but you don't have to worry. It does. It. It. it you shouldn't. don't have to worry. Okay. All right. Sony Universal. Don't worry, buddy. They're never. They're never going to cross. You never know. You never know. So. Okay. Um, so. I. I think what's. 
interesting about this show. I feel as though it's one of, it's one of the only shows where it's not on you know Loki the whole time. Yeah. So you know with like WandaVision, we were pretty much dealing with like Wanda was part of the show or Vision was part of the show like all the time. Yep. Like you had the one episode where you know you deal from um Monica's point of view, but everything else is like Wanda is like the crux of this. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier are the crux of this. You know, uh, this one is interesting because I feel as though the TVA plays just as important role as the main character here, I think. Um, And it goes back. What what I'm trying to get to the point here is how do you guys... All right, so we're four episodes in, okay? So this is the equivalent of when, you know, John Walker killed that guy in Prague. Prague or whatever, uh, the, the country he was, I forget what the country was. Um, so we're about that far, we're that equivalent into Loki. Where does Loki stand for you guys in terms of all the MCU shows um, so far? Tessa, do you want to hit this first? Big shocker, it's number one. Um, but I think out of all the shows they've done so far, this one has the most coherent storyline while also being the most intriguing. Um, like, WandaVision had some of the intrigue to it, and Falcon and Winter Soldier had the really cool storyline. But this kind of has both. Um, and it's really well balanced. There's not, like, weird pacing so far. Like, there was with Falcon and Winter Soldier in some of the episodes. Um, and it got me way more invested from the jump than WandaVision did. Um, I know some people say the first few episodes of WandaVision are just, like, the best for them, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of struggled to stay um, on board and interested because it just ran, like, a black-and-white sitcom from, you know, the 50s and, like, the first colored ones from the 60s, but... And that's not a bad thing, but, like, WandaVision didn't really interest me until they started showing what was actually going on outside looking in. Um, so, yeah. This one's definitely number one for me. I think it also has better character growth and better moments for characters um, versus the other shows. So, so far, anyway. I have no idea how it's going to end, obviously. Yeah. But... I don't know though. I'm, I'm I'm one for one on predictions right now, so who knows? But anyway, <laughs> Ruben, what about you? For me, it's it's really hard to, to like. It's neck and neck with WandaVision, and like it's slowly up top. Like it, it's slowly beating out WandaVision. Give me one second. Hold on. Ruben's muted his mic. Sorry. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's slowly getting, getting to the number one spot. Um, sh- like all I wanted was from Falcon and Winter Soldier. All I wanted was a buddy cop movie. I mean, not a buddy cop movie, a buddy cop TV show where it was just shits and giggles and funny quips. This, I wanted more of a detective noir, like true detective. Give me a true detective show in the MCU. Like, come on. Could you you imagine if this was what it was, you know? Like, it's just Loki trying to think of, like, figure stuff out, and Mobius just 
knew, but it, like was hiding stuff. Like he was the bad cop. Um, but like it's getting interesting and more interesting and figuring out like what the hell is happening next. I can't possibly wrap my head around what is happening. Like everything caught me off guard last episode. Mobius being erased. Loki being erased. I did. I, I, I am calling it now and I've called it before. Loki, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, as we know it, is no longer going to be in the MCU after the show. That's it. Okay. She's taken over. Sylvie's going to be the new Loki. Okay. All right. And that's how we get to season two. She's going to figure out. Let's notice that we haven't figured out, like, why she's, what was her nexus event. And we're going to figure out next season. Boom. You don't think we're going to find out in these next two episodes? I don't think so. I think we're going to keep it wrapped because this is the only show that has been secured for season two. I do uh, disagree slightly. I think Tom Hiddleston is going to be in season two. It makes you made it sound like he's not, but well, I mean, like she's going to be the main like, focus. No, I get that, but you made it sound like he wasn't even going to be in season two, and I was like, I don't know about it. that because he's still pretty synonymous with Loki. Right. Um, I think when she takes over, she's not going to be Loki. She's going to be like the replacement, but she's not going to go by it because she absolutely hates the name. Right. Um, as you can see when she's like, I'm not a Loki. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway. I, I feel like Tom Hiddleston is only going to be shown as Loki, probably in some flashbacks, but like the character that he is now is not going to exist in the MCU after Loki. Like only gotcha. it's only going to be in Loki if that makes sense. So not in the movies. Uh Sophia did. I can't remember her last name. Um, she did say that she hasn't. Her. Yes, she has not heard anything more about being in more MCU after this season. Yeah, so sure, we shall sense. see. That's you shall see. I can't believe I didn't mention it. I'm, I'm sure everyone saw it on the internet, but her costume yeah. for this was really cool. Like they made it, they altered it to where she could, you know, nurse while she was filming. I thought that was really cool. Um, so I think for me, uh, the premiere episode of this one just beats any other episode of MCU TV we've had so far. Um, I think the only one that could come close is probably. The episode eight of WandaVision, the one where you go through Wanda's past and stuff. Um, yeah. I think that's the only one that can come close uh, for me. Um, so I think that, uh, I think the show for me, I was so high on the show. And then the third, the third episode, I will, kind of derailed it just a little bit for me. Um, but it's starting to come back. So hopefully... Uh, these next two episodes, it goes crazy because I think that, uh, from what I I think and you know what people theorize is that when you prune someone and when the TVA prunes someone, they get sent to a dead timeline. Yeah, and so this is possibly a New York where maybe Thanos won, or this is a New York where Loki destroyed all of New York. Um, so we shall see. Uh, and I know that at the end we have classic Loki played by, uh, Richard E. Grant, which I'm so excited for. Oh my God. I'm so excited for that. Uh, 
uh, we have, let me get the other actors' names. We have, oh, uh, Diobia Ampari. I, I, I know I'm probably butchering his name. I apologize. Uh, he plays Boastful Loki, which is a version of Loki that actually was able to hold up Mjolnir. So I think that's an interesting. Uh, we got Kid Loki, played by um, Jack Veal, and of course we have the greatest Loki, Alligator Loki, who has like his own horns Who's and everything. Played by? Yeah. A, a alligator, okay, right. a CGI alligator. Just checking. Um, so I, I think that's gonna be really interesting because uh, this means Mobius probably isn't dead, which is good, um, unless. This is just a, uh, uh, the, the place that Loki's in currently. It's just for Lokis. I mean, there could be a place just for Mobiuses, and they're all riding jet skis. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I can't believe how much I love Owen Wilson and the MCU. I hope he just sticks around, like, forever. He's He's great. Um... So, yeah, uh, I think, you know, Loki being with Sylvie and having those feelings for one another, I think that is literally what's going to cause our Nexus event. Yeah. This is what's going to cause the multiverse to just crack open. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I don't think we've gotten a Spider-Man trailer yet. Yeah, is really. because, uh, yeah, I think episode six, we are cracking open shit. Like, stuff's going to be happening. Um and it's going to be wild, I think, because, you know, we have so we have Black Widow, and then we have What If happening in the summertime. Yep. We've got uh, Shang-Chi um, in September, which I personally think takes place before Infinity War. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask, is this, like, has this been confirmed? Or, they haven't confirmed what the timeline is okay. uh, for the movie, but it'd be w- weird if, like, after the multiverse cracks, they show, like, oh, this is us just hanging out. And stuff, not like, oh my god, they're the green goblins here or something like that. Um, okay. then we got Miss Marvel, we got Miss Marvel at the end of this um year, and then we have Spider Man, which is it's so weird how Spider Man is like December 17th, like so close to the end of the year, birthday week. Uh, so uh, and then you know, we got Doctor Strange in March, so a lot of multiverse stuff probably about to be yeah. happening in the year. All I'm saying is be wary of any superhero film that comes out on your birthday week. Because mine was Wonder Woman 84, okay? It did not come out on your birthday week, though, dude. It was supposed to, though. It was actually supposed to come out on my birthday. (laughs) You're not going to ruin this for me, Death. Spider-Man 3 is going to be the greatest movie of all time. I think Eight. I said that about the last Spider-Man 3 when it came out. The, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> the hype for this movie with only showing a 45-second teaser. You know, let's 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 finish up on Loki before we get into discussion. <laughs> so does anyone have any final thoughts on this episode? Yes, you had mentioned Thanos uh, being brought in as a variant. As a, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think that Thanos was brought on as a variant. I think that well, I mean, probably, but I, I think that Thanos knows whoever is being, you know, pulling the strings over there. What if it's yeah. Thanos? Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Any, any, any chance back? to bring Josh Brolin back as Thanos? Can you imagine they bring him back? Uh, but it's, like, not 
the brolic Thanos. It's just the the skinny Thanos who's got a big brain. I'm, um, I don't know. I'm still really convinced that Hela is alive. Um, and I feel like that could be brought up with this. Don't make that face, Eric. I'm just, <laughs> I'm ready to listen to this. Oh my God. Could you imagine if Hela is, is actually a man in her universe and it, sorry, in her timeline and it's just Tom Hiddleston. Boom. That's how you bring him back. Oh man. That's how you bring him back. Um, yeah. or you just bring back Loki. He literally just never seems to actually die. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, after everything that's happened, I don't see Loki dying from the TVA, like getting like actually like just real life deleted. Um, no, I see especially you. since they've already like started getting shit moving with breaking up the TVA because they're starting to place the seeds of doubt. Right. Especially once people find out that, um, you know, the the three, whatever their names are, I can't remember. Um, timekeepers? Are, yeah, the three timekeepers are just fake. Um, I think that's going to cause a lot of problems with the people who work in the TVA. Like, they're all going to be like, oh, fuck. Um, and then, yeah, I, I don't know. Mostly, the reason I'm saying that, Eric, is if she escapes, maybe she could be a variant. Like, she might have been supposed to have died, but didn't. We don't um, know what happened. We actually we don't reason, know what happened to her. Yeah, the only reason I'm saying, like, I'm convinced she's not dead is you have Thor falling out of the freaking uh, Rainbow Bridge thing yeah. and, like, going through space and just crash landing on a planet. What's the difference between that and Hela just free-falling from Asgard and crash landing on a planet? I feel like it takes more to kill her than, oh, here, let me just shove a sword through the planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't actually show her demise. Like, I mean, I she know. did get hit with the biggest freaking lightning blast ever. And it did nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I really don't want her to be done because Kate Blanchett is so fantastic. And I feel like... Having her in just one film would be such a such a waste. But yeah, sorry. I I um I really like Thor because it gives you really strong female characters. So <laughs> and I don't want those really strong female characters to die after one film or yeah. you know yeah. after one use. It seems kind of cheap. Kind of like how Lady Sif was really badass and awesome, and you haven't seen her for how many movies? She just went in Ragnarok. That's it. Uh, it feels like longer than that. uh, She did not. She did. She did not. She wasn't there. She wasn't. No. She was all filming the blind spot. So they had to keep her alive. Clearly, wasn't she sent? Well, I guess it doesn't really matter because I mean she was an agent of Shield, but we know that that's not canon anymore. I don't know. I just I feel like they have really good characters, and I don't want the really awesome strong female characters so just yeah yeah like yeah sure um valkyrie wasn't you know something else other than ragnarok but ragnarok was like the only film where she was actually the strong badass female character you know like other than that you just see her hanging out and new asgard and she like appears briefly in the final battle scene Looking real cool, 
mind you, but you barely get her. So I don't know. I just like all the female characters in Thor. I would love to see Hela come back. Oh my God, she's the mastermind behind everything. Jesus Christ, <laughs> everybody is the mastermind behind everything. I have everything. to say, because I've said it every time now, it's Hella Mephisto. Oh <laughs> no, it's Hella Mephisto, uh, King the Conqueror, and the you know the scrawny version of Thanos all under one room just taking over the MCU. Oh, you got to see Kang sooner or later, because, I mean, he is going to be the bad guy in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Was it me? Sorry, was it me or just, like, that mustachioed uh, timekeeper? Like, did anybody understand him? No, not really. The green He had, like, oh. a weird, like, he sounded uh, like he had, like, a mouthful of something while he was speaking. Yeah. He had whiskers. He's yeah. a walrus. Yeah, but, like... Um, but anyway, uh, so, yeah, I think this was a good to get it back on track um we still have so much where this goes because like with falcon winter soldier when that happened we knew like all right bucky and sam they're gonna go get it back oh this one i have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen i just thought of something else i'm sorry eric um i know you mentioned like the last episode not being like a favor of yours because it does get derailed and i mentioned this to you but i'll mention it again um is weird of um pacing as it was for episode three to be thrown in there um the way it was i do think it was necessary because that's how you got the one-on-one time with loki and sylvie and that's pivotal for what they're trying to do so i mean otherwise like you're not going to get that interaction so it was definitely necessary i said in the last yeah i said in the last episode like it was necessary to have these characters talk to one another and uh see what's going on i just this, the pace was, I just didn't like the episode that much. Um, I loved the episode because it was like Loki was a little petulant child just trailing behind her. Like, come on. No, like, let's just do this. It's easier. No. So, yeah. Um, anyway, yes. Um, yeah, we got, a lot, we got a lot going on. Marvel is back. It's it's weird to think like you know we've had this our third Marvel show and really we haven't seen any like big overarching pieces be laid down. Yeah. That's why I think it's so strong about these shows. These shows are really just like focusing on set certain characters and like in the grand scheme of things, it's not that like so the grand scheme of things. You know, Wanda has become the Scarlet Witch. Sam has become Captain America. We haven't seen any big giant Marvel arc yet. Like, what, where is this going? Like, um, like phase one, it was about the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Phase two, it was about, um, you know, the Avengers, like, being broken down and stuff. Phase three is dealing with all that. So, who knows what phase four still has in store for us. But, yeah. um, anyway, that will end our discussion no, on okay. episode four of it, Loki. It won't. Because I still have my theory here. So I just looked up, uh, you know, Loki theories on Google. And somebody's saying is, we haven't seen a character since, I guess, the f- second episode. There's one character we haven't seen in, uh, since the second episode. Who everybody is thinking might be the head of the TVA. This is the person who started it all. And guess You better tell me. You about to tell me it was that desk dude or something? No. No. Who? Miss Minutes. Huh. My God. Think about it. Think about it. You're right. 
Could be crazy. Oh my god, you're right. Um, so, yeah. I think in that case, we should have Loki hitting her more. <laughs> Wait, what? What did you say? I said we should have Loki like hitting her more, like with the oh, newspaper, yeah. like chasing her around the desk. I'm so- I really liked that moment because it was just so playful and funny. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, that just about do it. It's time for plugs. Ruben, what you got? You can find me on Twitter at That Guy Tuesday. You could find uh, the channel on YouTube. It's it's all right there on the screen, guys. It, I, I, I can't make this easier for you, okay? Um, we have another announcement to be uh, released pretty soon on Wednesday. It's a smaller announcement than our bigger announcement that's going to be released next week. Um, so stick, stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, so what about you? Um, well, I can actually say I have been more active on Twitter lately, so follow me there if you want. Uh, Smash bro. Smash underscore bro. And because I'm Cajun, it's spelled B-R-E-A-U-X. But, um, yeah. Other than that, I'm pretty boring, so <laughs> not much else going on. Okay. And I am Eric C. again on Twitter. Uh, NBA Finals are starting up soon. Very exciting time. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to be playing PS5. Very excited. Well, now that you um, have your PS5, are you going to be streaming some stuff? Uh, I will still probably keep it PC stuff. I'll probably stream. Um, okay. So we'll see how it goes. Because, um, you know, Ruben, I'm going to be the spooky, the horror streamer here. So I got to. Because Tessa's going to be all over the place. I don't know what Tessa's going to stream. She yeah, went cutesy. Yeah. yeah, cutesy stuff. Now she's doing Back to Resident Evil. But blah, blah, blah. We'll, see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but anyway. Um, yes, I know. Sorry. That will do it for us here on episode four. Uh, Loki. Uh, remember, Black Widow comes in this Friday to everybody. And we are still trying to work out the schedule for that um, to see if we're going to do Black Widow next Monday for the whole MCU in review. Um, or if we, we'll, we'll figure it out. Just make sure you follow us on Twitter at the bottom, wherever it is where I'm pointing at or something like that. And we'll put when we're going to uh, record it. Um, so, everyone, please go see Black Widow. I know 5,000 of you watching this. Please go see Black Widow. Let's support, you know, non-Iron Man, Captain America stuff. Well, um, Black Widow, she deserved our home movie, you know, five years ago. But, but also buy some popcorn got. and some shit, you know. I'm so ready to buy some popcorn yeah. at the movies today. So from all of us here, the penultimate conquest and the Marvel Mondays initiative, hope you have a fantastic evening. And remember... Excelsior.